2: we don't bring any life at all to the
3: church. The church is, is the life. It still gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. You're
0: listening to Real Presence Live, broadcasting from St. Joseph Church in Crosby, Minnesota. Your host today is Father Anthony Craig, and I'm Deacon Dan Goshi. Good morning, Father.
1: Good morning, Deacon Dan.
0: What a delight to see me today.
1: It is a delight to see you today. You are speaking the truth.
0: Okay. Praise the Lord. Great for you to be with me. (laughs) uh, We've had uh, um, a a kind of a cold start to the day here. Yes. A bit chilly. A bit chilly outside. Right, chilly. But uh, uh, we're going to do our best with... uh, with a, as much hot air as we can project, absolutely, absolutely. To warm the well region. said, and those well beyond. put. I so think uh, thank you. I
1: second that. Thank you. Thank you. very good. The gentleman good. from Minnesota second that.
0: Okay, great, great. It's it's uh, unanimous then. All right. Well, anyway, uh, we uh, uh, last um, last time you and I hosted, we had uh, just been um, uh, the announcement had just been made that that uh, a bishop has been assigned to the diocese of Duluth, which yes. is where we where we reside. And uh, then we had a chance to visit with him that very day. And now he's he's uh, in his chair, in his proper position, and things are right again. So
1: there, Yeah, everything is right with the world. Yeah. Once we get our bishop, he's truly a spiritual father. And until we get somebody in that chair, the cathedra... We, uh, we're a little unsettled until that happens, and so mm-hmm. we just feel a lot more settled right yeah, now. He yeah, is there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, how about we uh,
0: begin with a little prayer, and then we'll uh, chat with our first guests.
1: Absolutely. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Our Lord and our God, we know that you are here, that you see us, and that you hear us. We adore you with profound reverence. We ask pardon for our sins and ask you to make our lives fruitful in your service. Mary, our Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, our Universal Patron, our Guardian Angels, intercede for us. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
0: Amen. Amen. So today, we have uh, uh, Sarah Beener with us. Hello, Wonderful. Sarah.
3: Hi, how, how are you?
0: I'm good. At, this is part two of your uh, weekly radio series, isn't it, yeah. <laughs> this week?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: yes. Sarah was yeah. just on the air, was it just two days ago, on this program? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, you'll find that the hosts that day are far more professional than we're going to be. So, Indeed. Um, okay. <laughs> I, hope, I hope you had a good experience last time. But Yeah, uh, I did. And, and, and last time, what, what, what did you speak of uh, two days ago when you were here?
3: Talk about, um, more about, a little bit about my background, mm-hmm. why I have the passion for being pro-life okay. and why I do what I do. Okay. And one thing I just want to add to that is because of love, It's God's love, it's Jesus' love for me that I can go on and do all the pro-life ministry that God has asked me and brought before me because I have so much love for Him and also I want to transfer it out to other people. I want to bring Jesus' love of mercy that He shows me every day to all those broken souls out there. Mm. And so for that reason... Mission SOS came out of God's love because I was praying outside Planned Parenthood in Sioux Falls and that day October 30th and I kept on saying, you know, show me where you want me, what you, what else do you want me to do, I know there's something else that you have a mind, show me what it is, mm-hmm. and then I just happened to meet Darlene and Larry and Tinnaker and told them that I love a chapel right there and they... Well, why don't you
0: go go, go a little bit more into detail. We're talking about Project SOS specifically. Yes. Yes. what What is the deal? What is that?
3: Okay. Okay. The biggest thing is it started October 30th, and it's a prayer chapel right next door to Planned Parenthood. And when we got together, me and Darlene and Larry and my husband, we talked to the manager, we talked to the owner, that we wanted to open this up as a prayer chapel, and they just they said yes. They were all for it. One, the manager used to be Catholic, so she was all for it because she said it's hard to rent have our apartment full of renters because of Planned Parenthood next door. So you, so have, an ap-
0: you have an apartment right next door to the part- Planned Parenthood yes. building, and it's it's yes. overlooking and it. The so windows, windows, you can see yes, Planned
3: Parenthood. The windows, yeah, the windows. Look- <coughs> out inside part of their parking lot. We can actually see the door that the workers come and go. There's two windows on the west side and we can see them too. We can see inside so we can actually pray for them. And so then when we got this started then I immediately thought of our close priest Father Brian Simon who is a big pro-life. He's always said to me, he said, Sarah time you need me, I'm there for you. So because he such a good shepherd, and telling us, you know, that he would be there for me. I called him up right away and I said, I don't know what to do. We started this prayer chapel, but we don't have an altar, we don't have anything. And then he said, Well, oh, he said, in Grenville, South Dakota, a convent is closed and everything is just sitting there. How about I load everything up and bring it to you? So, December 8th, he came with the altar, with the pews, with the stations of the cross. And a big life-size picture of Our Lady Guadalupe, he came wow. and he blessed it December 8th last year. He took epiphany silk, which is very important to use, <laughs> you know, for, those ex- mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he yeah. use it for exorcism. So we know in <clears throat> the battleground was the devil. So he took that and he blessed the whole apartment. And then we had mass and then we had adoration that day. And so then, because of him starting it, now so we have a priest that comes, Father Jerry Ronick, comes and does mass when he can on Mondays, and then we're just hoping gradually. We want our goal is to have the Blessed Sacrament there nine to four every day that they're open, and we have a balcony that when we do adoration time, when a priest does give us mass, we do the adoration time. We can actually take. Jesus, out there on the balcony, and yeah. bless those workers inside, bless those people that are working in there, and the people that are coming in there for abortion. We bless them, and it's our last hope. Is what Father says is perfectly. And how the name Mission S.O.S. got started was because I was praying so hard one night I couldn't sleep, and I and Father Brian Simon said, "You know, you guys got to think of a name, what you're <laughs> going to call yourself." And we have a missionary daughter, a daughter that's a missionary nun, and oh. she does missionary work. And so I kept on thinking, well, we're on a mission. Our mission is to help those ladies inside Planned Parenthood and hopefully shut the place down. <laughs> and so that kept on drawing to me the mission. But then the SOS, because Larry is a retired Marine and her son is also in the military, and we know that SOS is a May Day call. Mm-hmm. So that's and then then God was just saying and then I kept on saying, Oh, well, what does SOS mean? It says saving others spiritually, which is exactly what we're doing because we are doing prayer warriors and what we do is we try to have people come the days that we know that they're doing abortion. It was Tuesday and Thursday. But now they have switched up to Monday and it looks like Tuesday of the week, so but we've been trying to cover Tuesday and Thursday still because it's on our brochure. Get those hours covered. We mm-hmm. can start getting, mm-hmm. you know, the monstrance there. You know, with Jesus in it. So mm-hmm. we're gonna have Jesus nine to four mm-hmm. every day of the week. So that's our goal because we know that Jesus is gonna be the one to shut the place down. We just have to be faithful prayer warriors, and we know that the people that are in there are so broken. Imagine that's their last hope. Like Father Brian Simon says it perfectly. He says that's our last hope for them to get to them is you know us praying for them before they have the abortion. So mm-hmm. that's how that came about. on Our brochure we have our last hope. So that's so our-
0: so you have um, a goal, <coughs> excuse me, of having uh, adoration in 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 progress of so the Blessed Sacrament exposed. 9 to 4 mm-hmm. during their the Planned Parenthood hours um, yeah. every day mm-hmm. that they're open. Is that happening yeah. yet, or is that something you're still working no, towards?
3: Not, no, that's not <clears> happening <throat> yet, because you just have to show that we have faithful prayer warriors 9 to 4, like we mm-hmm. have on our brochure, Tuesdays and Thursdays. So if we can start covering those hours, we can cover it in the afternoon, but we just have trouble getting people coming in the morning. Because, you know, it's serious, because you do not want to leave Jesus by himself. Right. And so we have to show that we can get these officially covered. Mm-hmm. So I think by showing that, maybe eventually our bishop will say, go ahead, devise. You, you can mm-hmm. have Jesus there. You know, we have people that are covering. We have people that can sign up. We have it on our on our brochure, the sign-up, you know, for people to come in. And, and, and then what we do is we just let them... In the door, me me and Darlene have keys, so we just let them in. We eventually have it so, like in the afternoon, if someone comes at one, then someone else can let them in. They just buzz them in Mm -hmm. at two if they're there, and then it just goes down the line. But sometimes, you know, people are just coming randomly, like at like noon, and then there's nobody coming at two, so then we lock, you know, the door, go back and lock it, and then we come back at two. You know, for the next person, if no one's there, so this is
1: right in the city of Sioux Falls, right? This is kind of yes.
3: Yeah, this is right in the city of Sioux Falls. It's right next door. I mean, right there. You can go on the balcony. We actually have a lady that's a prayer warrior that prays on the balcony wow. to see the workers coming and going. So,
1: yeah, yeah that's, um, that's we've so... seen
3: this in Sioux City. That's how we. That's how we mm. started first praying. Me and my husband, as we've seen it in Sioux City years ago, they had an adoration chapel right next door to their Planned Parenthood. And, so, and their Planned Parenthood shut down. So we just thought, oh, Jesus is the one that's going to shut it down. We just have to be faithful warriors mm-hmm. to come. And then we also have a group called Jericho Walls. that is a group of men. A lot of them are knights of Columbus, and they come on Tuesday nights from 7 to 8 praying along the sidewalk. Well, what we do is we... Around us, ladies go into the apartments and try our prayer chapel and pray while they're praying their rosary. We're praying our rosary, and then we come together and pray the Divine Mercy chaplet after we each gets done with our rosary in the apartment. So our prayer chapel, our prayer chapel is called Saint Joseph, and our patroness is Our Lady of Sorrows. So that's that's how you we know, we just know that. And you know, you know, we need Mother Mary, and we need the Holy Family to help us, <laughs> because Absolutely. this is a mission, you know, it's from God. And we know that by us being faithful at doing it, and that's how it's going to happen, that we just need people to want to come and pray, because, you know, it's not easy. This is something that also that we have heard a lot of people do, can't go out on the sidewalk. They don't feel comfortable being right there in front of Planned Parenthood. So this apartment is another way for them to pray. You know, they can concentrate better because some say they don't have the noise of the traffic, the distractions around them. They can just stay in the chapel as ever as as they want and just pray for abortion, pray for their family members, pray for, you know, for the workers that are in there because you know, to work you're so broken. You know, you must, you're so broken, and, and everybody's a broken person inside. And so we need all the more, uh, you know, we're in the battle of the devil.
1: Absolutely. Know, the devil. No, you're so right. And that's just, a beautiful apostolate.
3: So we just really need this, you know, to, we need people to want to do this and mm-hmm. be faithful. And we know it's, you know, giving it to Jesus, but also praying with him you know, that and that he can end this, you know, and to follow is what we're hoping. So mm-hmm. so yeah, we're just being faithful. And we're just we're just called, you know, it was it was what Father Brian Simon calls it divine providence because he said fifteen years ago he was outside Planned Parenthood and he was looking up at the balcony that we the apartment balcony that we have now. <laughs> and he was asking God to someday have us have something in there a chapel or something mm-hmm. and he was part of it he's been part of it ever since we started he's our chaplain so it's just like it was amazing how God just puts everything together when we need it
0: too, well sarah you know? sarah you have uh, an apartment with a balcony <clears throat> overlooking planned parenthood in sioux falls and there's mm-hmm. uh, there's prayer being done. There there are plans for the future. We're going to take a little break, and I want to okay. um, kind of uh, get a better a grip on what, what is currently going on there, and, and a little bit background on how it came about. When we come back, is that all right? Yes. Okay. Very good. We're broadcasting from Saint Joseph Church in Crosby, Minnesota, with Father Anthony Craig. I'm Deacon Dan Goshi on Real Presence Live. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. As a working Catholic professional, your needs and priorities for returning to college don't match a traditional campus experience. That's why the University of Mary has created a portfolio of truly affordable, truly flexible, and truly formative online graduate programs that are sure to align with today's needs. Advance your skills while strengthening your faith at the University of Mary. Visit us at catholicprofessional.life. That's dot l-i-f-e.
2: Have you ever wondered if your family's past struggles have affected you personally? I'm Father Chris Alar. You and your ancestors are all part of the body of Christ So you should desire healing for them for the consequence of their past sins. Evidence suggests that these consequences can even be passed down through generations. While God does not hold you personally responsible for the sins of your ancestors, He does allow the effect of their deeds to reverberate from one generation to the next. The sins or sanctity of your family members may impact you. So learn how to break free from any sinful bonds in your life. There is hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
0: The Mustard Sea Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. Along with Father Anthony Craig, I'm Deacon Dan Goshi. We're broadcasting on Real Presence Live from St. Joseph Church, Crosby, Minnesota, in the Diocese of Duluth. And uh, our guest today, our first guest, is Sarah Beener. We're talking about Project SOS. And Sarah, we have established the fact that in Sioux Falls, there's a Planned Parenthood uh, facility, and uh, you have been able to uh, acquire an apartment that looks over this facility with a balcony and everything, and... um, this is the, uh, you've, you've named this, this apartment, the St. Joseph Chapel, and uh, along with St. Joseph and Our Lady of Sorrows, uh, we, we are having masses uh, in, that, in that apartment, is that true? And,
3: yes, yes. And,
0: uh-huh. and uh, working towards um, some more uh, uh, adoration time with the Blessed Sacrament. So, so what happens, what's happening there right, right, you know, like on a week-to-week basis? What, uh-huh. what activities are happening there?
3: In our chapel what we have is we have on Tuesdays we have people signed up to come and pray in the afternoon.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And then Darlene Penninger, there's there's four people involved. Actually there's five of us that are the core people that are doing this mission SOS. The two people, Darlene and Larry Penninger, who we who I mentioned, they're the ones that are helping paying the rent for the whole mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. And plus they um also helping with, you know, like they have the key. They they help with, the, you know, we get ideas how we can better get get it out to the public together mm-hmm. as a group. For the, mm-hmm. well, all directors of us. So so anyway, they they will take Tuesdays on the and let the people in the apartment and close the apartment, and then Thursday, me and my husband Tim take over that day. And then what we do is we let people in and let them have whatever time they need to pray. And then if there's nobody that's coming after them, then we just go and shut, the, shut it up on Tuesday nights. We actually have a group that I mentioned, Jericho Wall, mm-hmm. of men, a group of men that come outside and play out, pray outside in front mm-hmm. of Planned Parenthood. Right. Well we, as ladies, go up and pray from 7 to 8. And so,
0: so Tuesdays, Thursdays. There's there's some prayer mm-hmm. groups that that are going on. Mm-hmm. There's the the uh, Walla Jericho, the Knights of Columbus, and and the ladies are praying on Tuesday nights.
3: And um, mm-hmm.
1: and on Mondays
3: we usually have mass
1: mm-hmm. at
3: nine mm-hmm. From, mm-hmm. or nine, nine <clears throat> to ten.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Or sometimes when our priest can give us adoration, that comes on Mondays. He doesn't come on every Monday. He only comes, through, you know, when he can. Sure, sure. So we have him come, and we're trying to get it so if we can have other priests come join us to pray. You know, like if they have a day off, they are welcome to come and pray in that chapel for their prisoners mm-hmm. and also for the unborn, and give us adoration because we know that Jesus is the key that is going to shut a place down. Mm-hmm. So we could, we would love. We really like that to happen. If we can't have adoration right now, we at least like the priest to come and have mass as it days they can there, and just and then we would just let him let various people know, you know, that if your priest is here, you know, you want to come to have mass with him, and you know, so we usually have mass on Mondays, and if any other priest wants to come throughout the week, they're welcome to. So far, we've only had. One other priest that came on a Friday and had mass discussed.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so that's really so one of the things that you're you're looking for is if mm-hmm. there are any um priests in the area or passing through the area that might be interested in 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 uh, um you know uh, stepping up a little bit and and taking a day every mm-hmm. now and then to to do mass or allow for some
3: yeah.
0: uh, adoration. Um, mm-hmm. That would be something that would be very valuable to you, right? Yes,
1: very. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I was in the so. Sioux Falls. It's, yeah, uh, at times you saw, too. You know? yeah. yeah, I'd love to help you out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that'd be good. Yeah,
3: so yeah, if you're ever in this area, just please mm-hmm. come. You know, you know, it's uh, just awesome to be right there. You know, but mm-hmm. first mm-hmm. wonder, like, how how can you want uh, to pray right there, but then it's a beautiful opportunity because you do not have the distractions. Because I'm a sidewalk advocate for life, I go on the sidewalk and counsel people. Mm -hmm. going and coming inside the facility and getting the help that they need to another place called Alpha Center, which is a woman crisis center up the road. So this place, to have this prayer chapel right there is very powerful and very helpful for me, even on the sidewalk when I do sidewalk counseling, knowing that I have people up there praying Praying while I'm out there.
0: Isn't that that a powerful mm -hmm. thing? It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So uh, priests... um, to dedicate some time to this mission, and also your, uh, one, or one of the things you're looking for, also um, more people that would uh, agree to take some some shifts in uh, in some adoration, yeah. so that you can
1: get that yeah. uh, sanctioned by the bishop, right?
3: Yeah, great. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think so. this will
1: catch fire. I mean, once once the priests, you get a hold of these priests too, they'll start to promote it in their parishes. You know, they'll start to kind yeah. of encourage people. Mm-hmm. You know, grab one of those mm-hmm. brochures, sign up. Yeah. You it's a great yeah. thing to do with your time. Mm-hmm. You will not regret spending yeah. that time <laughs> in prayer. No, yeah, really exactly.
3: Is. Exactly. We've, we have been getting, you know, word of mouth. And some people seeing the brochures, they have come from different places that are further away, like Hoban, South Dakota, which is three hours away, I think. I think it's three hours. That's and then they have come down to see this chapel, when they were in town, and they just couldn't believe it. You know, they just, they said they felt peaceful, you know, peaceful praying. Because it's quiet, they can just concentrate on praying for the unborn. They can, you know, just pray over those doctors, you know. The doctors need it, as well as the ladies that are going inside there, you know. The hurt, Certainly. You know, to repair the damage. And people have asked us, okay, if this place does get shut down, then what is what is your plans? They say, we're going to still have it because we still have to help those people that are still hurting, you know, and no place to go. They'll still help them or be praying for them. There's still going to be broken people. You know, we're all broken, but some that have lost their journey on the way to heaven, so to speak, you know, and also they lost their identity. They forget they're a child of God, you know, so we're just going to pray for them all the more. And I think that's what's hurting nowadays and our Whole whole world will lost their identity, you know, and they forget they're a child of God.
1: So absolutely, like well said. Love of
3: mercy that we're trying to bring to them.
0: So you you have um, <clears throat> excuse me, you have asked for um, uh, people to, to assist in mm-hmm. in uh, volunteering time, dedicating some time. You've asked for priests to to uh, step up as well. You're you're <clears throat> publicizing this a little bit as, in in other ways. My my question is, uh, well, I have not heard you ask for any financial support or anything <laughs> like that. Our, uh, I understand I there's a couple couple of people mm-hmm. that are pitching in for the rent, and
3: yes, they're doing it for <clears throat> up to December this this year,
1: mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm.
3: we hopefully will have more people that will come in line and want to help us with donations, just free will donations. Mm-hmm. It does cost money, you know, to get sure. the brochures printed out, and then it does, it you know does cost money for keeping you know we have a phone that we pay monthly for because it's our only way of letting people in and out of the building
1: Mm -hmm.
3: so you know when they come to the prayer chapel they have to speak in so we have to pay that you know on our electricity bill we'll be having you know like that right now that is covered until december but then afterwards we're just praying, you know, that God will help us <laughs> do that <laughs> because we don't know his plans. We're hoping, we mm-hmm. still pray and hope that maybe this place will be, you know, Planned to to, it will be shut down by December. But, you know, it's God's timing, not ours. So we just have to mm-hmm. be patient mm-hmm. and, you know, or just, you know, pray that, you know, like we have been getting a few donations, you know, that people have stepped forward and given us some donations. Mm-hmm. to help us okay. with the rent okay. and Good. brochures, we I mean, thank them very much, you know, for that. So we just keep, you know, praying God will just help us through the whole thing, which we know mm-hmm. he does, so. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And so uh, has the, the, the property owner, the landlord, ha- have they given you a, a break on the rent, too, uh, so that they're kind of involved, no. or? No, no.
3: Okay. No, nope. so far, no, Not they yet. But they, not yet, nope. not yet, they, we can pray for yeah, that, we can pray too, for that, too, then, yeah. Yep. yeah, that would be yep. great, too, but yeah, mm-hmm. we we're hoping, you know, maybe they would, but no, so far, not, you know, not yet, so,
0: yeah, yeah, well, there's time, well, mm-hmm. there's, there's much to pray for, um, Sarah, mm-hmm. there's much to pray for, pray for the, the, the continuing, uh, financial needs that you have, the the logistical stuff, you know, that has to happen, um, that, that the uh, uh, awareness of this uh, Project SOS will, will will catch on. And, uh, you know, we need more priests to, to celebrate Mass. We need more Amen. volunteer uh, adorers so that we can have adoration going on. How can people get in touch with you to, uh, to, to participate in this? Okay.
3: The biggest way um, to get in touch is through our telephone number. And also we do have a sign-up. Mission SOS um, sign up website. You know they can sign themselves in if they want to. Well, if they don't feel comfortable to, like you know, some are older people that are not handy with computer, then they mm-hmm. can just go ahead and you know call a telephone number and do it that right. way. What you know, what's the phone too. number? Okay, our number for it would be Tim and Sarah Ener, and it's six zero five four two one eight three seven eight and then it's Larry and Darlene Kentinker and their number is 605-254-0951, and then the website
1: mm-hmm.
3: um is mission dot we adore him slash sign up.
0: Mission S.O.S. dot we adore mm-hmm. him dot com,
3: yep, dot, com.
0: Mm-hmm. dot com. And then the phone numbers again are uh, for Tim and Sarah. six zero five four two one eight three seven eight. And then the other phone yeah. number is six zero five two five four zero nine five one. Yes. <laughs> okay, Sarah. Thank you so much for being with us. We're going to uh, join in prayer on this, and uh, really okay. hope that this catches off, uh, catches on, and, and uh, we—you'll y- have to add more hours of adoration. That's my hope. Yes. Yeah. God, God bless you as well, Sarah. This thank is you. wonderful. Thank
3: you so much. All right. Thank you. Well, thank
0: you again, Sarah, for being with us, and you have a delightful day.
3: Thank you. You too. God bless you. All
0: right. All right. Well, Father, do you feel like uh, going for a jog with me?
1: Absolutely. Well, yogging. You'll, you'll, you'll be alone yogging. because I'm not going to do it. No yogging for you. Well, <laughs> but, maybe uh, we we'll get a bicycle for you. Maybe. That would be nice. A uh, bicycle.
0: Anyway, uh, women run for women is, uh, is something we're going to be jogging into when we come back to Real Presence Live. I'm Deacon Dan Goshi, along with Father Anthony Craig, broadcasting from St. Joseph Church in Crosby, Minnesota, on Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local.